Teen Sports listeners. I'm your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday. This whole hour of Santa Barbara Teen Athletes. Woo! And we're talking all athletes. Oh, good morning, good morning. Yes, that that meow that that picked up was uh, Hunter, <laughs> an adopted kitty. She was been Aww. so quiet this whole time. Now she's running through my legs and everything. She wants to be on the show, so if she jumps up here. Up oh, there we go. Just never ending. It's probably going to be on and on and on. Hey, if you're joining us from driving into Santa Barbara, driving out, in, out, in or out of town, welcome. Uh, if you're part of our Eternity Ready radio family, good morning. Uh, say good morning to the world. Let's see. This last week, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. We have had Ashburn leads the way, Brussels number two, Frankfurt number three, San Jose in fourth place this week. There you go. Uh, let's see, I admitted everybody. We have Alex Ramirez, Anthony Rodriguez, our uh, producer Richard Dugan, Dominique Hackett. Uh, Anthony has got a guest and I see this strange, good looking guy in the house. I'm waving to him. And then we have Dr. Dale Figtree. Woo! Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Yeah, morning. Well, they're all waving. We can't talk at once. Good morning. <laughs> Not funny. Uh, what I wanted to do is I wanted to start the um, show because we went and uh, got our box last week and we loaded it up on the fruits. So I started juicing. Isn't Internet. that a perfect topic for Dr. Dale Victory? Thank you. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. I was uh, reminiscent of the fact that you had some construction work done, I don't know how many years ago, it was ages ago, years and years and years ago. And I remember that you brought your juicer and that juicer going off every single morning. So I was mentioning to Dominique and I said, what does this remind you of? So we started doing it. And I, so thank you because I really started getting that craving for it. And then I don't know, it's time has elapsed, but now I am back full juice. So let's talk about juicing for our kids, going back to school and the benefits thereof. Dr. Dale. Okay, well, <clears throat> juicing, the, the beauty of juicing, especially if you drink it after you juice it, is that you're consuming something that's alive and there's no vitamin pill that comes close. It is so rich in nutrients and um, the best water money can buy and it gets absorbed instantly. And so it's not a whole meal and it's not a whole food. It's a precursor. But it's a precursor that is stronger and more potent than anything else I know. As I say, the way to begin the day, the way to begin a meal. And, you know, there are many people. First of all, let me just say that I'm not talking about juice that's just only fruit. Unfortunately, fruit has too much glucose, natural sugar in it. And it's better if you eat it so that the fiber can slow down the absorption of the glucose into the pancreas so the pancreas isn't overwhelmed with too much glucose to deal with so we're talking about vegetables or a combination of like apple and vegetables okay but to begin the day like this it's like the word breakfast means breaking the fast when you wake up you haven't eaten for six or eight hours maybe ten 
and you need to break the fast and to immediately put in your body something that is that potent, that easily absorbed, that powerful. It's just, just nothing like it. Okay. So, you know, good juice is a good example of a, a delicious juice would be um, a juice that maybe has one apple, um, a few carrots, and a few stalks of celery. Um, I could just explain the apple um, is rich in kirsutin. It's an anti-inflammatory. You know the saying, an apple a day keeps the doctor away, right? There's some truth in it. Um, the carrots are rich in vitamin A, incredible for the eyes, um, incredible for the immune system. I mean, just incredible for actually healing even cancer. Okay. Yeah. Question. Yeah. You, you were talking about separating the fiber from the fruit. So um, my question is, if you were to do like a Vitamix smoothie instead of a juice extractor that leaves behind all the pulp, would that be okay? That's like if you if you're having the whole thing in a Vitamix smoothie. Was, you know, is that, that, that would you know if okay. you're if you're having fruit in the morning, yeah. Yeah. That would be okay. okay. At the same time, let me just say that doing a juice isolated by itself and then doing a smoothie. Wow. Ah amplifies the intensity okay and you know when i work with people that are in situations where their body's in a crisis they need the most powerful fuel possible to engage the body's deepest capacity and when i'm talking about fuel i'm not talking about calories i'm not talking about protein i'm talking about quality nutrients so the question is how to get the most quality nutrients into the body so a smoothie is great but a juice and then a smoothie is just amplified it's just amplified okay so i mean for me you know i started this i had cancer 50 years ago and i was put on a diet where there was a juice breakfast lunch and dinner before other food and this was really powerful and after three years my body was able to to completely heal um, there's a place called the Gerson Institute in Mexico where they do 14 juices a day and they have people that heal from cancers that are considered unhealable. I once visited that place and I met a man that had um, Lou Gehrig's disease, which is considered completely unhealable. And he said when he came in there three months ago, he wasn't able to talk or walk and he was walking and talking. So we're talking about juice as an amplification for already a good diet, you know. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, if somebody just like um, Erica was saying, to just have a glass of juice along with the smoothie or along with anything else you're doing can only amplify your body's ability to work its best. How, now, is, that, how is that Gerson Institute spelled? G-E-R-S-O-N. Okay. Yeah. Now, I mean, when you're saying when you're saying the vegetables and the fruits, because uh, organic is just you know, that's our denominator on this show. Because yeah. I know there's a big difference, and it really I love it when Carolyn comes on and she's on quite regular owner uh, Carolyn Gibbons Gibbons Farms. Is she talks about the energy? She talks about how what they grow for stores and what they grow for their clients. And the energy um, of that, when I when I pick up the box on Wednesdays, it was just picked. So yeah. we go, so go through that. The pressure, you know, when things are alive, when things are alive, 
um, you're not only getting nutrients, but you're getting life force. And there's right. a difference. You know, life, life force. That's what she says. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Alex, are you a juicer? Alex? No, I do not juice at all. I mean, it's, I don't know. I've never really gotten into it. I always tend to do smoothies and eat more whole foods and get my fruits and vegetables through my meals. Um, but I've just never gotten into juicing, never got a juicer. I, I don't know. But I mean, I'm not opposed to it. Now, my question would be, um, is it, does, would it matter if you were juicing perhaps not in the morning, but in the afternoon, does it, does it matter the time of day? I know you oh, said, no, no. You know, I say the morning because it's an incredible way you wake up from six or eight hours of not eating. Right. The first thing you do is you put this easily absorbed, easily absorbed, like instantly, because there's no fiber, just instantly. It's what an incredible way to start the day. But right. if you do lunch, like when I make juice, I make two. So I do one for breakfast and one for lunch. But any time during the day, juice is a powerful, powerful thing. Okay. Awesome. And I wanted to also say that, you know, it's not just carrots, celery, apple. Beets increase nitric oxide in the body, increases oxygenation for the lungs, and it's healthy for the heart. Um, I put some dandelion greens in, which is amazing for the liver. Um, mm. And cilantro, which pulls heavy metals out of the body. Um, I put in some turmeric and some ginger, anti-inflammatories. So, um, or, it's kind of like what goes in my smoothie. I tend to do smoothie is, you know, spinach, hemp seeds. I'll throw some beets in there, blueberries, a um, little bit of good. milk and water, protein powder. A healthy smoothie is wonderful. Yeah. As a nutritionist, seeing people that are really challenged, really challenged. It's like, how can I take even that? healthy smoothie and, and supersize it, it. <laughs> and amp and amp it up yeah, amp yes. it up. yeah. that's mm. awesome how can we get a hold of you dr dale um my um website dalefigtree.com um my telephone number is listed in there and um and you are amazing with quite a following and quite a story and uh, you're also an author slash artist. And why did you pitch your book right now? You have a new book, don't you? Well, I just came out with a book called yes. The Gifts of Dreams. It's a little bit different. But I just want to say that I do have a cookbook that has um, juice recipes because there's juice recipes like cabbage can um, help with ulcers, heal ulcers in the liver. I mean, there's, there's you know, uh, cruciferous vegetables if someone is hormonally imbalanced. I mean, there's a, there's a ton of stuff, but there's also a lot of it, a lot of recipes for smoothies and soups and other things that everything is high nutrient, everything. Nice. So you're not putting in your body sandwiches, bread, stuff that gives you calories, but doesn't have nutrients in it. So my whole thing is how can you just choose foods that are high in nutrients and the highest nutrients possible. Nice. Mm. Well, <laughs> a way to do it. In the waiting room, guess who we have? A gentleman that you introduced us to a long time ago, probably eight, nine years ago, Richard Ellsworth. Stay here. He's from Chiropractic School up north, San Francisco Bay Area. We'll be back with more after these messages. Mm.
morning star Wake up with the clouds are far behind Be will travel melts like a lemon drops we are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Welcome back, everyone. This is Sky Ellsworth, and I'm coming to you live from Life Chiropractic College West. And today, I thought it might be fun to talk about feet. A very interesting topic and and one of our body parts that we kind of neglect. You know, we use our hands all the time and we use our feet just as much for walking and getting us places, but we never really think about them. You I know, they're after. Pay. I just got huh? a pedicure. I got a pedicure. My oh, feet are, very nice. My toesies are beautiful. <laughs> very, very nice. Did one of them go to the market? <laughs> there you go. Oh, no, right. that the... <laughs> That's right. The little one. <laughs> The little one screamed all the way home. <laughs> screamed all the way home because he was. Yeah, he was no, the a... feet feet are really. You know what I find is like parents start off early, especially when the kids. And I I've done this, okay, where you buy shoes, you buy them a little bit bigger. I don't even know if that's the smart thing to do anymore today. But kids' feet grow so fast. I mean, mm-hmm. mine went from a seven to a ten in like thirteen, fourteen months, and my feet just grew. Everybody's like, "Oh my gosh!" So what mm. would you? So let's start off from the beginning. Parents, shoes, picking shoes. Go. Yeah. So the most important thing with shoes is that they cannot be too tight. That's huge. So I remember when I was in, I don't know, middle school, high school, I would, my shoe, my foot size was also constantly growing. And I wanted shoes that I'd already broken in, shoes that I was familiar with. I wanted them to look good. And I cared about that more than how they actually felt on my foot. And now I have, now I have osseous growths on, on my feet. I have bunions, right? Um, and it's a, it's a pain in the butt to deal with. Um, and that came from wearing shoes that were too tight during that time of my life and it's really important to give your feet a little bit of wiggle room and sometimes you know certain foot shapes need a little bit more and that's why it's really important when you're trying on those shoes at the shoe store that you walk around a little bit and i don't just mean walk to the end of the aisle and back i mean really walk around the store a few times do some laps make sure that in each step that you take that your foot actually moves a little bit in the shoe and it's more important that it's it's loose from side to side it's less important um, the length, but it's more important the width. Um, and that's because that's where that compression is that will, will bring your toes too close together if the shoes are too tight. If your toes come too close together, it puts pressure on a whole host of nerves that are in your feet that will transmit all the way up your leg and it will actually create a subluxation, so a, a vertebral misalignment in your lower back. So What's it's amazing. Uh, vertebral misalignment, right? So when one of your vertebrae or your sacrum goes out of alignment, um, and that can happen very simply from wearing shoes that are the wrong size. And that can then create a whole host of other issues, right? You can end up with a short leg on one side. Then your whole spine goes crazy. You can end up with scoliosis. You have a whole bunch of nerves that are being impinged on. It can affect nerve flow and blood flow to organs. I mean, it, it, it can lead to a million different things. So what a lot of the research is showing um, is that there are these things that I've mentioned before on this show um, called tribal toes, and they're actually toe spacers, and they go between your toes to create proper spacing. And what happens is, is when you use them, it releases 
a lot of the pressure from the bones onto those nerves from wearing tight shoes or just not treating your feet appropriately. And when that pressure is released, bunions actually reverse themselves and completely disappear and people's pelvises actually realign. They go back into alignment and research shows that it can actually realign your entire spine. Wow. Just, wow. just by wearing spacers in your toes. It's pretty impressive. Wow. Okay. So I have a quick question. So for our teens or our kids, uh, young adults if for the weekend, and if you're just, you know, strolling around inside your house and you're not, you're not going outside, just not doing anything. Would you recommend even wearing shoes? You know, if, if you're not running or, or doing anything athletic where you could drop something on your foot or you're working in a kitchen where you could drop a knife on your foot, barefoot is definitely the way to go. So science also shows that when we're walking barefoot on the ground, it actually is creating a sensation of, of grounding, which involves negative ions and it involves a sense of being grounded, which really just means out of your head. You know, the thing about with being students is that we get very much in our heads, blood flow to our brain is increased, and our the, the attention to our lower part of the body is actually reduced. When we walk barefoot and we ground ourselves, we significantly reduce anxiety, depression, and we start to we start to have a little bit more trust in the timing of things in our in our lives. And that, you know, of, of course, you know, reduces overall stress. Um, and it's it's really an incredible practice. And, uh, you know, it's recommended that you walk barefoot on, on the ground, specifically on dirt, sand um, for over an hour a day uh, makes a huge, huge difference. And it also helps to keep those bones aligned appropriately in your feet. Mm. OK, last I've got another um, thought. So it's at the bottom. Gravity's pulled everything down. It's always at the bottom. Blood flow, whatever. Would you suggest to our teen athletes to maybe raise your feet up and then, you know, get this, uh, increase with that. Does that help circulation or does that matter? What, what, what's your advice? Yeah. So that helps circulation more so in the upper part of your body. Most people have adequate circulation in the upper part of the body. Um, it's actually better to bring more attention to your feet. So either by walking barefoot on the earth, soaking your feet in warm water or with Epsom salts, um, I know I've talked about the Robin Hood cure where you're taking the blood from the rich, which is the brain, and you're delivering it to the poor, which is the feet. Um, elevating your feet brings a little bit more circulation to um, to the heart space, to the stomach a little bit. That's better if you're having uh, digestive issues. Maybe you're a little bit low energy, or maybe you want more blood flow to your brain because you have a test in the next period. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I like it. That's awesome. So when you soak your feet, I know about soaking in Epsom salts, but uh, like if you don't have time for something like that, is there a special scrub or something that you should do on your feet every night that you might be helpful? Honestly, really anything, anything that gives attention to your feet. So you can massage them with uh, with some coconut oil. Um, you can massage them with uh, even magnesium oil is, is another kind of way to, you know, get the same benefits of the Epsom salts. Um, but really just bringing attention. Do you remember those? Uh, they have these little uh, they're like little heaters. For your hands or feet, you, you take them out of a package. There are individual ones. I think they're called like hot hands or something. Yeah, um, people who hike. They, and also yeah, people, people who hike. Yeah, right? I know about yeah. that. 
So those are really great, especially in the cold months of the year or before you run or something to actually take one of those and put it over the top of your foot. So there's a lot of webbing and a lot of veins going on over the top of your foot. And by bringing heat and circulation to that area, it increases the overall health in your feet. And again, brings your attention and that blood flow down into your body a little bit more. It improves your immune system dramatically. So I have another one. So injury would be the only time that you would do ice, right? You would only do if the foot is in pain or is hurting and then everything else you would recommend heat. Right. And even then, even with injury, it's hot and then cold or cold and then, and then hot, but you alternate, right? It's not, it's not just because it hurts. You put cold because cold will, will drive away the blood flow and your body needs the blood flow to heal. So you want to use cold to lower the inflammation, but then bring in the heat to bring back the circulation. So you alternate and alternate and alternate until the, the symptoms of pain reduce. Okay. So that's, is that an alternate? Would you do that 10 minute segments or 15 or five or how does that work? I would say anywhere between 10 and 15 minutes. Nice. And doing that for like an hour is great. Yeah. And then I, I also want to put out there to their, to the teens. Do you realize that your parents have probably been on their feet all day long? And if you've never done this as a teen, ask, your parents when you're sitting in the evening and just kind of talking about the day ask them if they would like a foot rub that is a really nice way to interact with family members without necessarily having to talk but it will it improves your health as well as their health because everyone's immune system kicks on when people are relaxing and massaging the feet Mm. my funny thing is yeah my my dad was in the hospital and no kidding I went to go visit him and Dominique offered that. And when he was in the hospital and it was like the nice, I mean, brought tears to his eyes. I mean, it's kids, teen, teen athletes and stuff. I mean, that's just a really good bonding moment. If you can't do that, because whatever your parents or, Oh, you don't want to touch your parents. I mean, do it for your grandparents because it's like, especially if you have a connection, you know, with yeah. your grandmother or grandfather, it really, really d- knocks it out of the park. Right you know, now. there are a lot of cultures that have traditions of, um, being the host and washing the visitors' feet, and as well as um, in the Christian tradition, there's there's the the uh, culture of washing feet. So there there's a very beautiful thing about understanding that the the feet and honoring the feet is actually hugely hugely important and good for our health. And if you think about it, some of the cultures like Japan um, and some of the Asian cultures, they frequently uh, India. They take their shoes off before they come into a house. And mm. sometimes there's a pool of water in an atrium area where you can clean your feet. So you take your shoes off, you clean your feet, and then you walk around your house. And you can just kind of think about that. It, it's very fun. Yeah. I, that We have a lot of friends that you have to take off your shoes when you get into their house. So yeah. It's like, yeah. And it's great when I have different colored socks on. And that's always the time where I go to the person's house. Or, you know, there's a hole or something. You don't just say <laughs> I pick those socks knowing that I'm going to be the center of conversation. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, have an, I have another question. I learned when I was a young girl because my uh, parents did touch for health that the feet were yeah. connected to the spine. Can you say something? I know uh, we've got to wrap it up, but maybe we could talk about that on another segment. We could do that. Because Absolutely. I'm, looking at, I'm looking at Don Sanders. You know what's next, right? 
Richard, what's what's after you every single day? Oh my god, is it a hooga with Don? <laughs> it is. That's hooga. And he's like, let's do it a hooga. How how do we get a hold of you? Uh, you can get a hold of me by email at r e l l s w o r t h at college.lifewest.edu. Nice. Woo! Woo! Stand by. Hooga right after these messages. All you cowboys get your ride on. Now ride on. All you cowboys get your ride on. Come on and work it for me and let your body move. We are here together and we're in the groove. We gon' party tonight. We gon' dance around and we're all my steppers at that know how to get down Come on, step it to your right, to your right. Now step it to your left and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Hi, I'm Don Sanders, Don's Massage Ohio.com. And uh, this week, we're going to do a little something different for the Huga. And the Huga being a comfy, warm feeling, kind of like getting a hug, only without actually receiving a hug. And uh, we have we have a special guest here. And... Uh, uh, a young man who has uh, worked his way up through uh, the high school ranks into to co- into junior college ranks and and hopes to go on from there. Uh, a really nice young man uh, uh, works and trains at the same gym I do in Ojai, uh Austin Franco. Yeah! Hey guys, welcome, welcome. So my first glad to join you. Austin. Glad to join you. Yeah, Austin. So so tell us about your football career. Where'd you get started? Yeah, sure. So I've been playing football since I was a little kid. Ever since I was two years old, I had the Randy Moss Raiders jersey on, running around in my front yard, just catching passes. The old bread and butter, as Tiki and Ronde Barber used to say. I've been playing for 18 years. Nice. All right. So as far as schools go, where'd you you go to high school? So I went to high school at St. Bonaventure for my freshman year, and then I transferred over to Nordoff High School, more local for me. All right. So tell me about your freshman year at... uh, uh saint bonnie yeah so freshman year went great for me um i was nervous going in you know high school football was a grand jump from the ohio eagles the ventura packers and the smaller organizations like that i was going in i was young i was hungry and i worked my way up from varsity or from freshman all the way up to varsity just consistency always in the film room always in the weight room just working with my dad and my coaches on the side really was able to get my starting job yeah that's impressive Okay, that yeah, is no. very, very, that is very unique. Good. I like that. I appreciate Just that. Jumped right over the JV and freshman. No, we're going to go varsity. That is awesome. That is fantastic. <laughs> and then, uh, and St. Bonnie has always been a powerhouse in football. Oh, They're absolutely. Far back names everywhere. Yeah, big time, big time. Okay, so where are you at right now? Right now, I'm at Ventura College in Ventura. Nice. Okay, so I, I like that road. My, my youngest um, did that right. It was funny because the coach that he got a scholarship with uh, up in San Francisco, he ended up getting fired. So then he ended the up The coach staying, got fired. Yeah, yeah, the local. So he stayed local, went to Santa Barbara CC, then uh, San Diego CC, and then finally he got uh, a nice gig up at Holy Names. And he ended up finishing, you know, graduated top of his class, number one in his uh, psychology. So. The key Congrats, is, perfect. Yeah. is the grades, because I kid you not, 
these scholarships that are out there, and you, you, I'm sure you know this, it's that you got the scholar athlete, but holy cow, if you can get those grades, he, he got one B in college. That's it. So That's if you amazing. Can keep those grades way up. They really throw the money at great athletes such like yourselves because they're like, wow, there's something upstairs too, right? <laughs> you know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. I think that applies very well to the sport as, as a whole. Um, you know, it isn't all physical. I think the mental aspect, you see guys nowadays, the Cooper Cups, the Kelseys, the Mahomes, the guys that have that mind succeed. Well, we've been hearing about you for about a month on Team Sports yeah. Radio. The world <laughs> wants to know who this Austin kid is. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And you're a two-way player, right? I am. I play both sides of the ball. Yeah. Nice. Okay, so if yeah. you had your your wish list, where you think you're going to land as far as for the for the to, for the remaining, like a Cal Lou, or do you want to go out of state? You want to hit hit the bigger schools? What do you want to do? You want to play uh, for, for me, Coach Prime? What do you want to do? Yep, for me, for me, it's go big or go home. Uh, a Power Five school would be ideal. I've talked to a few. I've talked to the Dukes, the Eastern Iowas, the UCLA's. Uh, just meeting with them and confronting them, figuring out what they need. Um, and I like to describe myself as an athlete. I'm a guy that can go in and play any position. It doesn't matter what it is. You put me in there, and I will make it work. I will consistently work at it learn the position, learn the plays, and just be the smartest guy on the field. I can't guarantee that I can be the most athletic. I can't guarantee I'll be the fastest, the biggest, but I will be the smartest. Woo! <laughs> nice. I like it. Oh, I put my money behind this kid. <laughs> I mean, yeah. because, so what is it really about the sport of football? As a mom, I mean, I would just have liked rather have my kids stay with flag. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay, <laughs> I mean. Absolutely. That, that hitting. Okay, and listen. My son still got a bump on his forehead. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, no, oh, right. Joe, I'm sorry. Yeah. Let's get a helmet that fits. Let's start that way first. Okay. But no, seriously, there's something about that. So you're like a reincarnated gladiator. In a way. Yeah. I mean, especially with how the sports transpired, it's gotten, you know, pretty nasty over the last few years and they're trying to take as many precautions as possible. Right now we're not even practicing in full contact. We wear the shells at all times and we're just working on our bodies and working on health. I think that's extremely important. Nice. So, so if you had a, okay, so let's, let's go a little on the dark side here. Sports, how important was that for you through high school? Your high school, even though um, it hasn't been that many years ago, I mean, what the kids are facing right now, I call them the COVID kids. Um, what, what kind of things and tips and tools? Dominic always says, find a sport, play a sport. Because you want to try to find your tribe, right? Because this way you're going to be less apt to stumble and fall and get into situations that maybe you can't handle. How can you, how can you talk to kids, teenagers right now that are in high school pursuing some kind of athletics? I mean, how do you, you keep so – I mean, your, your dad seems to be a super important person, but I don't know if you know, but you got your athletics from your mom. I don't know if you know <laughs> I believe it. No, I believe it. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I tell my boys, my boys were raised on that. Okay. I don't have any daughters. If I had a daughter, I would be able to prove it to you. Okay. Oh yeah. No, loved my mom. Yeah. She was a, she was a killer water polo athlete. So she's no joke. There it is. Yep. Very nice. So what can, what advice can you give kids like coming out junior, senior in high school? If there was maybe a little bit of a tidbit that um, you could share right now that, could have, should have, would have known, or I don't think you could have worked harder. Do you have any advice? Stay, you know, I always tell people, you know, be careful of the pond that you're swimming in because 
You know, if you're going to be sleeping with the pigs, you might not look like them when you wake up. But you're going to smell like them, right? I mean, that's what my mom always told me. So just be careful. Right. What, what would you say? I would just say fall in love with whatever it is that you decide to do. And if that happens to be a sport, then you just fall in love with the grind. You fall in love with the worst parts of it. You fall in love with the conditioning, the stuff that isn't very fun because it makes the fun parts, the championships and the winning and the celebrating with your family and your brothers and your sisters so much more worth it. I think that was helping me with my work ethic, especially when I was consistently putting in hours at the gym and hours on the field or in the stairs or whatever it was that I was doing, I was falling in love with it. And it was more for then so me, but for my family and just making it worth it making all the time that my family spent all the sacrifices they made worth it because I hope one day that I could repay them. Do you have brothers and sisters? Oh. I do. I have a little sister who I love more than the world, man. Yeah. Oh, 10 years younger than me. Yeah. Give yeah. a shout out to her. What's oh, her name? Haley. Shout out to Haley, man. I love her. Aww. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Very close to with that one. Does she go to Nordoff? No. So right now she's, uh, she's 11, but she's going to be going to, uh, Nordoff pretty soon. She's a basketball player. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm about six foot four. And, and this, this girl's uh, probably already five foot six. She's, she's growing. She nice. is growing. Yeah. Mm. So um, I, you know, I'm out there shooting with her all the time, getting reps in with her and, you know, I'm big brother. So I have to, you know, I have to take Knock it a little down. bit and get a few Knock points when I can. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But my, I hope it'll be all worth say it. This girl, yeah. How'd you like your mom driving and saying, oh, Long Beach State. 79 as she mows down her son <laughs> yeah. five. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, That's yeah. Cool. It was awesome. <laughs> you catch something spectacular. Oh, goalie, 82, Westmont College. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I have to top that. When I catch something, I say ballet, 79. <laughs> I love oh, it. Nice. I love it. Nice. Yeah. yeah, so you guys have been hearing about Austin, and I've been telling them about the show and you guys. And so uh, I told them we're global. We're not just local. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Well, we've got Shajar now. Okay, that's the United Emirates. They check in. Just so you really? know. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, that's Herbie. amazing. SoundCloud. Shouts yeah. out to SoundCloud. Right? Shout, shout Absolutely. All. Oh, and then five days a week at Trinity Ready Radio. It's a Christian broadcasting network, and they air us 9 a.m. Central every day so thank you jeremiah ferris for that so we're getting picked up by other podcasts but we're, we're doing it in a way austin because we're bringing our kids like yourself and you know you're the gold you're the golden boy this is what we need we need guys that shine their light you know and just have and push these kids forward and this is wonderful and, and i'm really proud of you because you're not giving up inspired you know? by doing yeah yeah, no, never given up. Never. You live one life and you have to live it to the fullest. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You're still growing. That's what people don't get. You know, 23, 24, 25, 26. My son's body now at 29. I mean, he's just, he's, he's way just, different. Yeah. I mean, Dominique can tell. I mean, he's just, and he's way into his body, clean body, the whole thing, the spiritual side he has. You know, I mean, oh, yeah, he's Mr. Selfie. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I love that. No, and I love that. Yeah. That's and it. is that the son that played baseball? Yeah, they both yeah. played baseball, but John oh. just went a little bit further. But the youngest one always, it's like not where you're going to be at, but your sister's probably going to try to top you, you know, and that's a good thing. So if she, when she sees you grind, it's all good. But listen, uh, Don, how do we get a hold of you? Because we're at our, uh, we're at our break time. Uh, you get a hold of me, donsmassageohi.com. Nice. And Austin, I hope you come back because we'd love to hear more. 
Oh, I'd love to be back, guys. Hopefully soon. It was a pleasure. It really was. And, Thank you guys for having me. You're a trainer, right? Where do you train at? I train at Bryant Street Gym in Ojai, California. There you go. He's available, ladies. Let me tell you, he's a cutie for cutie. <laughs> we'll be back with more. Stay here. I hear a song that takes me back, and I let go with so much Show. I am your host, Erica, the queen of teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday, 9 a.m. Hey, everyone. This is Anthony Rodriguez coming to you live here at um, Teen Sports Radio. Um, I wanted to bring up about last week, uh, National uh, Overdose Awareness Month. A lot of people uh, don't realize how much it's affected our community. Uh, people think it's happening somewhere else, but you know what? It also happens here. And we need to be more aware of it. We need to talk about it because that's the only way that we're going to go ahead and be able to support somebody that might be struggling. We have to remember that just because they struggle doesn't make them any less. They are a person. They, you know, they have feelings and there's many reasons why sometimes we fall. But you know what? we got to give them a reason to get back up and we have to make them feel like they are somebody because they are. There's somebody's loved one, there's somebody's friend, there's somebody's, you know, uncle, child, and it doesn't matter. They're human beings. And we all need to realize that we all need support at any time of our lives. We can't do anything alone. And with that, I want to go ahead and bring in my nephew, uh, Joey Brennan, who has, um, you know, he has his own story. And I'm really glad that he's here to be able to give you guys some insight and hopefully give you uh, some ideas and ways that we can go ahead and try to address this issue. Joey. Hi, uh, my name is Joseph. I'm here to uh, let you guys know um, that there is a way to get away from the drugs and alcohol while you're in school. Um, the way I got into it first, first off is uh, just TV shows and music and a bunch of things like that. The environment that I had, uh, so getting out of it is just for me was rec rooms uh ymca boys and girls club uh things like that and uh it's it's hard first off but after you get the hang of just hanging out and being around new people and uh liking sports and doing those type of things it's it, it turns out to be really easy you know um uh other things you know you can you can you can just hang out with your with your friends. That's so important. And yeah. I was just thinking that one of the things that we're learning to do is when you get a chance to hug someone, hugging heart to heart. It's so interesting that uh, part of the healing our teens is connection. That's the biggest thing, connection. And so when yeah. we come together and we hug, realizing a heart to heart hug gives that little extra. I care about you. Dominique, explain. I didn't even know until last night because I always break left. And if you're dyslexic, which Dominique is, but just think, left, do the opposite of what you think. So I always, I, I'm a hugger, but I always break left. And I think that's 
I've never really had somebody want to go on the right side. So go over that. What's that whole thing? You you explain the whole story about hugging. And I was like, what? How do I not know that? Go. Joey, it, your your story is so, so impactful. I just wanted to, to share that part of the hugging thing. So think about it. As humanity has evolved, you usually have a sword and a shield, right, in your hand. So usually the sword's in your right hand and the shield's in your left hand. So when we shake hands, we literally have to put down the sword in our right hand. And usually most cultures, you shake hand with your right hand, right? So that means you put the sword down, but you may still have the shield up. So when you hug someone heart to heart, that literally means that you have to put down the shield. And there's a certain amount of vulnerability when we're hugging someone heart to heart we're being vulnerable. And that vulnerability is our relatability. And uh, Joey, that's part of what you're sharing is the vulnerability and the relatability. So, but I say now break right. Is that, that's what I'm saying at the end of the day, right? You're, we're breaking right now. So when I hug somebody, I'm looking at heart to heart with break right, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, so you're putting down that. the sword, huh? You're, you're putting you're, down the sword. Yes, putting right? down the sword. And- Putting down the shield. You're putting okay. down both the sword and the shield. So when yeah, you well, go I'm, into I'm glad that you I'm, I'm you glad that you mentioned it. I'm glad that, that you mentioned the uh all the TV all the TV shows and things. They show everybody is showing the message of to have a good time, you've got to have drugs and alcohol. So that's really good you guys talk about that and resist that. Do you think the gaming and all the gaming and that whole technology gaming culture is not is kind of driving it as well because the people are just sitting there annihilating each other you know with guns and bombs and everything so it almost desensitizes you joey what do you say about that um i just i feel like it depends what type of game you're playing like there's a there's basketball games football games baseball you can get online and play you know five on five like uh with your buddies or whatever you don't have to be playing you know shoot your heads off every day uh so i I think uh there are better games are better outlets you know there's there's sports like you know disc golf i play disc golf a lot and that that clears everything out of my mind takes all my all my cares away for an hour and uh i feel better that's one good solution but i want to hear more because that's what the show is about it's not just uh, talking about problems let's just come up with some solutions so we got a little bit more left to show Stay here. We'll be back with more. People talking without speaking. People hearing without listening. People writing songs that voices never share. We are back, and this is Santa Barbara Teen Sports Radio Show. I am your host, Erica, the Queen of Teen. Please tune in every single Tuesday at 9 a.m. Awesome. Thank you. This is Anthony again, and we, you know, I just wanted uh, to, you know, give you guys a little, a little feedback. And um, with that, parents, 
loved ones, make sure that you're you're paying attention to to these youngsters, your youngsters, your teens. Um, I know sometimes they push you away, but you know don't let don't let that deter you. You know, please keep letting pe- letting them know that you care, that you're worried about them, that you're going to support them. You know, and at any time that they say I want to talk, please drop whatever you're doing and just listen. Um, cause sometimes we forget to do that. And I think that, um, one of the most important things that we have to do is listen and, and hear them out. You know, they might not say, they might say something that we don't want, want or like, but just do your best to take a breather, breathe deep, and then just let them talk. Don't tell them what to do. Just listen. And then if you don't know what to say, then just take it all in and and come back and then you guys can talk about it more. The, the, these teens will be a lot more surprised you doing that instead of uh, you automatically telling them, I told you so. Because that's the last thing that we want to hear as teens. Um, and, it, and, it's, and it hurts. And so, yeah, we make mistakes, but we don't want it thrown in our face. So it's really important that we just go ahead and, and just do that. So... Joey, anything else you want to want to throw out there? I think that uh, as a teen, being able to talk about it, of course, is difficult. Um, but if if you got nowhere to go and you need to talk about it, uh, go to someone you really like. You know, you don't have to go to your parents all the time. You can go to one of your best friends on your. Nice. Well, Joey, we appreciate the bravery that you have today to come out here and be that light, that mentor. We'd love to have you come back um, and shine more light. Santa Barbara, we love you. Break right on the hug this week. God bless. See you next week. I'm unstoppable. I'm a pusher with no breaks. I'm invincible. Yeah, I win every single day.